Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Ain't God been good to me? But then again, ain't he been good to you too, though? I mean, really, man. Think of all the blessings God has given you. You know what? There's some good news today, though, y'all. In the face of uh, the world being the way it is, the the evilness that's out there, it just it just seems like that's all that's on the news sometimes. You know, you, we got we got news of parents not really standing up being parents. We got news stories of children turning on their parents. You got you got everything. The economy. You got places you thought used to be beautiful places to go. Now they got travel alerts. It's, it's just it's all it's it's 
it's all over. But the good news is there's something that you can have in this relationship with God that gives you a way to deal with it all. And I'm not saying that it'll it'll protect you from every single thing out there that's happening because some things are going to happen to you. You're going to be in an accident from time to time. You're going to make a mistake and fall down from time to time. But man, wouldn't it be incredible to new, for, for you if you understood that you had some insurance in all of this, that no matter what happened to you, you know, you were covered. You know, look, insurance companies, as good as they are, you know, like our friends at State Farm or any other uh, insurance company, you know, they do, they do some amazing things. Insurance is a really, really good thing to happen in the event that something happens to you. You know, you may not want to pay the premium, but guess what? In the event that something happens to you, that insurance is absolutely critical. Well, but guess what? They cover certain things. You could get life insurance. You can get auto insurance. You can get accident insurance. You can get health insurance. There is nothing that you can buy to safeguard you against life's decisions. You know, if you make a mistake, if you cheat, if you lie, if you if you fall down and you can't seem to get it together and you make a crazy decision about how you're going to go about securing an income, there, there, are, there are no policies you can buy for that. You can't buy a policy if you stop being the man you're supposed to be and, 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 and give up on your children. You can't buy a policy if something happens as a mother and all of a sudden you're not the mother you're supposed to be. But there is some insurance coverage out there for you. And that relationship that you form with God, that friendship that you form with him, that, that alliance that you, that, that partnership, that, that prayer that you put in all the time, there is an insurance policy that you have taken out when you form a relationship with your heavenly father, when you form a friendship, when you form a bond, that protects you, that protects you when these things happen in the event that they happen. Now, here's the great thing about prayer. Prayer can head off some stuff from happening. It really, really can. Prayer can prevent some things from happening. You know, I'll give you an example in my life. Okay, here we go. Because, see, see, it's the best way for me to do it. Because, see, I, what I don't like to do is, is talk to people without letting them know, hey, look, I'm in this hole with you. I feel where you're at. Okay, here we go. I was making some decisions a few years ago because what I thought I was doing was counterbalancing something that was happening in my life. You know, I thought that since I wasn't happy or for whatever the reason I thought I wasn't happy, if, if I, as wrong as I am, wanted to blame somebody else for my unhappiness, that, that's, that's really, if, if, if I make a bad decision because I'm thinking I'm unhappy with somebody, hold up, pardon. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I make a decision to do something wrong. And now the consequences come when I do something wrong. See, then the, I already know as an intelligent thinking man, as most of you are, that when you do something wrong, that, you know, there is a consequence for that. I teach that to my sons. When you do something wrong, there is a consequence. So as an adult, I fully understood the consequence. 
And so what I was doing was I was making some decisions that was causing some consequences in my life that was delaying my happiness, delaying my progress, causing my business not to go the way it could go, so forth and so on. Well, what I started doing was I took out this insurance policy called prayer, and I started putting it in my mix on a daily basis. And then I started putting it in my mix, you know, two, three times a day. And then I found myself using it all the time. And then I really started putting it in when, when I didn't need any help, when I wasn't in trouble. I started putting insurance in. I started making deposits into the bank. I started paying my premiums down. And prayer is like a premium. You just pay into it. Then when situations started coming up now, it that prayer that I had put in, that in, those premiums I had paid, it started preventing me from making the decisions I was making in the past. Thus, I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Thus, my businesses didn't have to be delayed in its progress because I had put some payments on some premiums. I had taken out an insurance policy with my life, my real life. I'm talking about your life where you make your day-to-day decisions in. I'm not talking about, see, life insurance is only good if you die. God has a policy that's available that's available for you while you living. See, in order for an insurance policy to pay, something bad got to happen. Now, there may be some others out there I don't know nothing about, but all the ones I got, my car insurance, they only come into play if I have an accident. I have an accident insurance policy where if something happens to me, I got accident, I got, I got my voice is covered in case something happened to that. I, I got that, but but I got to not be able to talk to cash that one. You understand? I'm mean, everything. My, I got homeowners insurance. Don't nothing show up on my homeowners insurance unless it's a flood, a fire, a theft. Something bad got to happen for my insurance to even make sense. When you take out the policy with your with your heavenly Father. When you pay the premiums of prayer, and that's all it costs, man. It ain't you ain't got to have no money for this policy. I put into the policy, it pays me dividends and benefits for living. Ain't nothing got to go wrong for me to cash in on this policy. I use this policy for good things. I I give you an example. I use this policy to ask God to watch over my family when I travel. Make the decisions to pay your premiums in prayer. Talk to your Heavenly Father. Get you some insurance in your life. And when you have little things like that, keep on stepping, man. God loves you, man. Man, I sure hope you talk to God today, because guess what? He sure would like to hear from you. That's for sure. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. 
Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it. I need your undivided attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Best best morning show on planet Earth, I would say. I would. I would, I would say that. Yes. I can. And so now, without further ado, please, let's welcome him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Louder, Dave. Make that applause louder, please. Thank you. That's about me this time, baby. Hey, I always introduce everybody else. Today, I'm introducing myself, Steve Harvey. Come on, boy. Boy, you you better be that. <laughs> Woo! About me. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, you're too kind. You're too kind. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you the reason that I am where I am today. It is because of the following people. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. You deserve that applause. Yes, you do. Yeah. Hey, stop the applause for them, Dave. Too much. Too much. Aww, too much. That's cold. Too much. That's cold. <laughs> too much. Too much. Today, today was about me. No, I'm having a me day. That's all. Just that one time. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. That damn junior boy. Boy, morning, Uncle. Um, you better do you, man. <laughs> about me. Ladies and gentlemen, King of Prank, nephew Tommy. Yeah, yeah, in the building, Uncle Steve. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I am. He, he saw him pepper yeah. worth spin, apparently. Oh, that's cold. Yeah. yeah. No, I just that's all I that's all I wanted was just that moment right there. I'm back. How y'all uh, do? You gonna show us some love now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Yeah. Good. Steve, we're good. Yeah. How, How you are you doing? doing? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. On you? you know, one more day, mm-hmm. and I go back to Atlanta. Uh, okay. Probably Friday okay. evening sometime. Get on back to the. But it's crazy, man. I work wherever I go. That's what's crazy. I don't get, like, you know, to be off. You know, well, that's so. a blessing. Some people aren't Just even working, yeah. so we bless. It's a blessing, Steve. Hey, can it I tell is. you oh, how good. how big of a blessing this is? Yes, sir. Man, yes, sir. I'm okay. grateful. Man. So grateful. I'm grateful to be working. Mm-hmm. Man. We all like to work. That's, well, that's it. We all like what we do. Yeah, that, that, and that's that, a blessing that too. That is, is a blessing. So a helpful. Blessing. Yes. Be- because I can tell you right now, I've had jobs in my life that mm-hmm. I hated. There was no job I hated more than when I worked at Lincoln Electric. Oh, Lincoln Electric. Business. What happened at Lincoln Electric? Oh, no, 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 no. 
oh, no, 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 that was cool. I wasn't good at it, but I could do that. But Lincoln Electric, <laughs> I hated it because it was a piecemeal system. You got paid based on how many pieces you produced a day. And to break even, you had to produce uh, 68 boxes of coils on your shift. Well, not 68, 200 boxes of coils on your shift. I ain't ever make it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Not eight days. <laughs> Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll do Ask the CLO. The chief love officer is in the building. The CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Time now for Ask the CLO. Are you ready, sir? Here we go. Born ready, Shirley. This one is from Deborah in New Jersey. Deborah says, I have three grown sons that live with me, and I have no peace. My oldest is 29, and he has women in and out of the house, and uh, he gets upset when I reprimand him. My youngest is 22, and he can't keep a good job. My middle son has a baby on the way, and he expects me to give money to the child's mother. I want them to move out, but I don't think they'll survive without me. It's my fault for raising sorry men. But what can I do at this point? Mm. Oh, you got this? Here's the thing that you're absolutely wrong about. They will survive without you. Yes, they will. See, the problem is you've provided them with this huge net. As parents, we have to remove the net. 29-year-old men shouldn't be staying at home with their mama. Dudes that's making babies shouldn't stay at home with their mama. And dudes that can't hold jobs can't hold, can't stay at home with their mama. And how the hell he expecting you to get a girl money for a baby he made? You need to put all they ragged ass out. Yeah, maybe they can get a place together. Now, the one that's making the baby mm-hmm. and, and the 29-year-old need to get a place, and they all need to move in together. That's mm-hmm. all to this. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing else to this. Yeah. This ain't yeah, hard. those apron strings. Mom. 29-year-old man bringing women in the house. Man. And wow. then get mad when mo- when his mother says something. It's her house. <laughs> right. Man. What you ought to do is... My daddy made it clear whose house this was. When he bring women over, you should go over there and get in the bed with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't well, thinking you were going to say that, CLO. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> what? Tell I would, give him, him I would give him three months. You got All three of y'all got three months. Get y'all a job and get y'all butt out and move in together. You got three months. Let the clock start. Moving on, Manny in Irving, Texas says, I'm a 51-year-old married man, and I work as a security guard in an office building. There's a younger woman in the building that flirts with me daily, and I play along with her. She knows I sit at my desk and monitor the security cameras, and the day she works later than everyone else, she likes to raise up her skirt and flash her breasts at the camera. I have told her that she is being recorded, but she doesn't care. I feel like I should tell my supervisor about this crazy lady just in case. What do you think? Hmm, good question. Hey, dog. What? Okay. You know, why, I'm, why would you do that? When people get I, I don't pots of gold, why they don't want them? Well, Tommy, obviously there's something wrong here. First of all, yeah, this crazy. ain't his type. Okay. 
Number two, he really need his job. He think he getting set up. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, bruh, when a bruh write a letter like this, yeah, that ain't his type at all. Because you know good and hell well. I know. Ain't nobody missing this gift Man. just handed to me from heaven above. Not this. <laughs> no, this is, would be a gift from God if it was her type. It was his type. She's not his type. He afraid she's being set up. And, you know, you should just tell her, excuse me, ma'am, but I'm, if you continue this behavior, I'm going to have to report you and give her a chance to straighten up. But keep that tape, but let though. your supervisor yeah. know that you're going to say that to her because that uh-huh. could turn into something else. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Lisa in Dothan, Alabama says, um, I've been dating a great man for close to nine years, and I refuse to marry him until he gets his ex-wife out of his system. His ex-wife is 47 and he has not worked in 10 years and has not worked in 10 years. So she expects my man to take care of her and their two grown children. My boyfriend won a large insurance settlement and he feels she's entitled to some of the money uh, because she's helped him when he was injured. They've been divorced for eight years, so I don't agree. I told him to cut her off or I'm leaving him. Am I wrong about this? Hmm. Well, no, not really. I don't understand. I guess it's because of the large insurance settlement that he's been yeah. your boyfriend for nine years and ain't worked. I, that's I'm assuming. Well, that you, you must be getting some of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be you yourself have to be getting some of this large settlement to be with this man for nine years and he ain't worked. Because that would mean you would have to be helping him in some kind of way. So obviously this large settlement. Now him giving her the money is the reason you won't marry him, but he ain't going to stop giving her the money. So let me remind you of this. Maybe he don't have to stop giving her money because marrying you is not of importance because he can keep giving her money and keep getting the benefits of a wife from you. Mm. Okay. Have you okay. thought about that, Well, mm. okay then. So yeah. you know, hey, that's all to that right there. That's the that's one and one is two. Yeah, his ex-wife is the one that hasn't worked in ten years. It don't sound like he worked because he coming up on the largest settlement and he been yeah. hurt where he couldn't work. And he might not. It just doesn't say that in the letter. It just says mm-hmm. that his wife ex-wife doesn't work and hasn't mm-hmm. for ten yeah, well, years. Either way, this ain't working. <laughs> right. And you've been with him for nine years. You've been with a man nine years and you don't want to marry him because he's hooked on his ex-wife. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. It ain't the insurance settlement. That's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I promise you, I ain't sending no money over there without something in return. Uh-oh. Oh, mm. wait a okay, minute. Okay, then. Uh, All right, okay, then. Uh, well, okay. look at the time. Right. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news. Michael Strahan, this is um, sad news. He's been tested uh, positive for COVID-19. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Diva Lounge. Diva Lounge. Let's go, Cat Dump. This is Larnetta. Yeah, uh, Larnetta, I'm trying to, um, you you the one on the Diva Lounge, right? Yes, sir, I do. 
Okay, my aunt trying to, um, my Aunt Phyllis was trying to get an appointment, say y'all re- rejected her or something like that on getting an appointment uh, for, uh, for uh, la- this past Saturday she wanted to get get in and get her, get her hair did. I'm sorry, sir. No one rejected her. Right now I'm not accepting any new clients. Hold on. What? So what What do you mean you're not accepting no clients? I don't, that's the part I'm not trying to understand because my Aunt Phyllis, you know, she done called up there like two times from what she's telling me about she can't, Get in there uh, to Diva Lounge that she can't get in there and get her hair done because every time she calls, they saying that they, you know ain't want nobody uh, uh, take her or give her an appointment. Sir, I am the only stylist at the Diva Lounge, and right now I am not accepting any new clients. I am so sorry for your aunt, but there are other salons in the area. But right now, I am not accepting any new clients. No, no, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, man, no that. My ain't want to. She want to come there. That. That. Who the hell you cursing? I'm just saying this here. My ain't trying to get her weave. My ain't trying to get her weave done. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. You you just cursed me out for no apparent reason. I just no, told you. I, I, told I just you. said f- that because basically what I'm trying to say is I don't understand how it is you can't get my any hair done. She's trying to get her weave done so she can be right for church. So I don't understand the problem. But but the problem is your f- attacking me. How the hell are you gonna call me talking about your damn aunt wants a damn appointment, but you cursing me out? You won't be able to get an appointment with me talking to me like that. Now, okay, so, what I so said, what's, what's, excuse, what, what's me, what? sir, excuse me, let me talk, because you just cursed me out. Now you're going to hear what I have to say. Sir, I'm not accepting any new clients at this time. Now, she could have called, but right now I'm not. I'm just not accepting any new clients. I apologize, but there's nothing else I can do. I work no, for No, no, because you know what? I already know the deal, because I didn't already ask around town. You you got all these, everybody over there got all these Big time cars, Beamers, and Range Rovers. So them the people, them only the people you do. You can't what? do. So my my ain't a regular person. Listen, you can't do no. Listen, let me tell you one damn thing. I don't discriminate. I don't give a damn what you drive. You can drive a damn Ford Pinto for all I care. I don't discriminate. Right now, sir, my damn schedule is booked, and I cannot take any more new clients. There are a thousand damn salons in Montgomery that you can go to. Okay, let me let me let me let me say let me say this to you. Uh, uh, what's your name again? Larnetta. Let me tell you this right here. I'm gonna bring my Haney. I'm gonna bring my Haney up there. I'm bringing my Haney. Hey, you 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 gonna shut up while I'm talking? Hey, look, I'm gonna bring my Haney up there. I'm sorry, say what? No, no, but you ain't finna just reject my Haney. She's trying to get her idea for church. Somebody gonna put. Okay, hold on. Professionalism is about to go out the door with your ass. Now, I have been trying to be professional with your ass since you just called me. But you, you insist on cursing me out, and I haven't done anything to you. I have simply said, sir, I cannot take on any new clients. But you insist on cursing me out. Listen, uh, I insist. I, ins- I insist on somebody doing my any hair. Somebody go put my at another damn salon. You won't get it done here. I'm trying oh, to no, tell oh, you. Oh no, sir. you gonna you gonna do it? Cause I'm gonna bring my Annie up there on I'm Saturday. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. How the hell you gonna make me? What you gonna make I'm, me? You gonna do what? You gonna do what you, you gonna got to do? do somebody gonna put somebody yeah, gonna put this weave in my Annie. I'm telling you now, I can go from zero to 100 real quick. I'm trying to be professional with your ass, but right now that's going out the door. Because right now you being so disrespectful to me. Let me, me say this again. Saturday, I'm coming up there. Somebody put my Annie weave in her head. Weave? Sir, I don't do weave. I only do short hair. That's what I specialize in. That's my strength. So you definitely have to find another salon. I don't do weave. Period.
Who the f*** out of hair salon don't do no weed? Who do that s***? Me. Me. I don't do no damn sense. That don't sense. make no damn sense. What kind of damn hairstylist? You just a short hairstylist. That don't make no damn sense. Well, that's what the f I specialize in. As a matter of fact, I'm damn good at it. Ask around. If you, you research me, you've already done your damn research on Ask around. Google me. That's what you do. Google me. I'm the best at this. Don't call me. I tell you what. I tell. I tell. Let me say this to you. Don't call me now, cause I'm ready for your. You know what? I'm not even gonna be sitting here going back and forth with you. I'm gonna say this. Sad that I'm coming up there and somebody gonna do my any weed. But bottom line, her weed gonna be done for church on Sunday. Who in the you think you talking to? You listen to me. I'm so tired of your punk. If you don't went about asking everybody about me, you punk. To know that I don't do nothing but short hair. I don't do no weed. Five hundred. Not else to do your damn your aunt hair. You and your aunt can go to hell. That's what you can do. Cause I don't give a about you. I try to be professional with your ass, but you're stupid and you're ignorant as hell. And then your aunt can't be no better. She got to be crazy as hell to be with your stupid ass. Don't call me no more. Because I don't. I don't appreciate you calling my damn cell phone. I don't know who the, who, as a matter of fact, who the hell gave you my damn number? Because this is a damn private number. I haven't even given no damn back. Then you saw my damn cars in my damn parking lot. I, listen, don't worry about the cars in my parking lot. Everybody show the love to me. I don't want couples like you. Hey, 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 hold on. I'm, let me, you know what? Let me just tell you this here. Tommy one gave me your damn number and told me that if I talk to you, you would do my ain't hair. Who? Tommy. Tommy one gave. Say what? I don't know no Tommy. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know him, don't you? Oh, gosh. Top of the hour entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, 
work and workout, I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. In today's entertainment news, Amanda Gorman, the young poet who wowed Americans with her The Hill We Climb poem at Joe Biden's inauguration last week, has been added to the Super Bowl, to the pregame festivities. Uh, she's 22 years old. She's a poet laureate. Uh, she will recite an original poem paying tribute to three honorary game captains who are being recognized by the NFL for their heroic work during the pandemic. And congratulations again. Amanda Gorman has also signed with, this is great news, IMG Modeling Agency. Yeah, they love her. Yeah. Yeah, she's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh huh. She is gorgeous. She is so Hey, Junior, I'm going to just put it out there. She just kicking your ass. I'm telling you, man. Man, she did a poem at the inauguration. You've been doing poetry on this show for four years. She got the inauguration. Now she at the Super Bowl. And then got a modeling contract with IMG. I just crazy. That's cause she pretty though, Junior. You ain't yeah. you don't qualify for that. Just yeah. stick the point. Yeah, well you know, uh, man. So you an uh, ugly poet, Junior? Yeah, I guess I'm an ugly poet, Tom. That's what I got out of. My ugly ass just. You an ugly pranker? What? 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 Ugly pranker? No, no, the hell I'm not. Ain't nobody agreeing with you on that. No. I'm not no ugly pranker. Tommy, it's I'm okay, pre- man. I'm the prettiest pranker you know. Why you want to be pretty? Uh-huh. Hey, I don't know but easy. one pranker. We learned on the show that Morgan Freeman will start pranking. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, and, 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 and let's throw it back, okay? <laughs> I want to throw that out there. Okay. And he ain't cute either. <laughs> Nobody I know that you pranks you. is cute. <laughs> All right, uh, we're moving on because you guys. In other entertainment news, Michael Strahan has tested positive for COVID-19. You know, he works on Good Morning America, also an NFL Hall of Famer. He's currently quarantining. Uh, Strahan also appeared remotely on the NFL Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday during the NFL championship, Strahan said he is not experiencing uh, severe symptoms. So hopefully, you know, with the wow. quarantine, it'll be over soon for him. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. 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 Hope so. Virus. Let's yeah. go. Straight hand. Yeah. Come on, straight hand. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real good dude. Yeah. And uh, finally, some sad news out of Hollywood. Legendary actress Cloris Leachman has passed away from natural causes. Her children said she had the best life anyone could ask for. We all loved her as Phyllis on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cloris Leachman was 94 mm. years old, and she will be wow. missed. Funny I lady. I love me some yeah. Cloris Leachman. Yeah. I thought she, she won so many funny. Emmys. Mm. Yeah. She was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really true funny. legend. She'll be missed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey. 
We blessed to still be here. I'm telling you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're not a kid. Yep. Thank you, Lord. All right, But just Steve. know this now. Once Shirley say you'll be missed, your ass is gone. It's time now for it's today's headline, Steve. Yeah. It's not it's time not saying that. Missed. It's not time She will that. be missed. You got to start listening real careful to the name in front of that statement. You will be missed. Uh-oh. I made me. one mistake. No, 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 no. You've done it several two. times. Two. Not several. At least two. At least yeah, two. Shirley. Two is not several. Shirley, you, Shirley, you done got rid of several people. <laughs> several? <laughs> it's time for headlines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the healthy Miss Ann Trill. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for now. Oh, bless all of you guys and bless me. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, it may be a full week after all the pomp and circumstance of the inauguration, but believe it or not, some Americans, and you know which ones, still don't believe that Joe Biden won fair and square and that the final tally wasn't even close. So now, because of the Capitol Hill riot, the Department of Homeland Security has issued a bulletin citing a, quote, heightened threat environment across the nation. That's from the Homeland Security. And it's warning of the, quote, potential for lingering violence by people motivated by anti-government sentiments and grievances fueled by, quote, false narratives. It's a nice way of saying lies. The wording of the bulletin seems to suggest that violence motivated by political ideology and aimed at overturning an American election is comparable to terrorism. Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy returned to the Senate yesterday after checking into a D.C. hospital for observation uh, Tuesday evening. Leahy's 80 years old, but the Democrat says that he felt some muscle spasms, and that was all it was. He went just to check it out. Senator Leahy is presiding over President Trump's impeachment trial. And by the way, with that, it uh, looks like, of course, there will not be enough Republicans to impeach the ex-president, but now some of them, the folks over there, are thinking maybe we should just censure the ex-president. A newly elected member of the Congress already facing calls for her resignation because of her online post. According to CNN, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene's Facebook page is full of wild and cuckoo and debunked conspiracy theories going back years. That includes her like of a comment two years ago that said this, a bullet to the head would be quicker to remove House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That's what she had on her Facebook page. And Green's also espousing QAnon theories, which uh, say that some Democrats are satanic cannibals taking advantage of little kids in the back of pizza parlors. President Biden's focus yesterday was on the environment, climate change, and jobs. I'm signing an executive order to supercharge our administration's ambitious plan to confront the existential threat of climate change. That includes helping revitalize the economies of coal, oil, and gas and power plant communities. We have to start by creating new good-paying jobs, capping those abandoned wells, reclaiming mines, turning old brownfield sites into new hubs of economic growth, creating new good-paying jobs. And finally, legendary home run slugger Henry Hank Aaron was funeralized yesterday in Atlanta's Friendship Baptist Church, although there weren't a lot of people allowed in because of the pandemic. The speaker spoke about his graceful yet steely dignity, about how in 1974 racist whites threatened his life before he approached baby Babe Ruth's home run and after he broke it. And among those paying tribute, former President Bill Clinton, baseball commissioner Bud Selig, and Atlanta Mayor Andrew Young. The last time and probably the only time I heard him complain was, you know, all of my friends and brothers in the old Negro Leagues. He said, we're gone, except him. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, there's a new study out, and researchers have identified a strong sign of lying is uh, mimicking the body language of the person they're lying to. Mm. A liar and a copycat. The title of a new study, uh, now published in the Royal Society's Open Science Journal, could later lead to appli- uh, applications of the theory in criminal justice. Wow. So, Steve, Tommy, and Junior, what's your physical tell when you're lying? Oh, I do uh, a lot of blinking. Ooh, let's Steve. Can you not? First. Yeah, can you not look? Why at Why would we sit in the here eye? and tell that right there? Why would we do that? We know. Tell I'm just. Ho, ho, ho. Whoa, 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 whoa! I ain't got no tell. I lie to your ass dead in your face, and you ain't got no tell. I ain't no tell like that. I think I didn't, my lies. You can't ever bust me on the original lie. You you can go days and do some fact checking and come up with the truth. But the, the moment I'm telling the lie. Oh, 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 oh. Very, con- oh, very, I'm, very I'm convincing. convincing. Girl, what? What tail? See, sure, I think you get louder. Right now. Sure, sure. What color is your shirt? What Black. color is your shirt? What color shirt do you? What is black? What is It is, it's, it's leopard, Steve. Excuse me? <laughs> yes, when it's leopard. Seen, when have you ever seen a black leopard? <laughs> <laughs> That's a jaguar. Yeah. That's a jaguar. <laughs> Wipe your camera off. Uh, you're just gonna go with the lie. Go just keep with it the going. lie. No, right there. You gotta keep it going. Well, have you ever been? Hey, busted? let me ask y'all something. What? Have y'all not immediately? Have, what, let um, me ask y'all something. Y'all that. probably y'all ain't never took a polygraph before. Uh, never. No. Uh-uh. That would be a what no. That feels like. You took <laughs> yeah. one of them. You took a polygraph oh. before. For what? Oh, you're a comedian. Oh, we're strange. What the hell are you taking a lie detector test? Yeah, what no, you doing taking a polygraph? I didn't become a comedian until I was 27. I didn't get famous at this until I was 38. A, a polygraph? Have I ever took a polygraph? I have federal charges. What the hell you mean? Stop have talking. I took a polygraph? Please, Steve. Please. You have a No, brand. all them gone. I've been cleared. I'm fine. It's been way more than seven years. I can't get on none of this here. I took polygraph. Oh, you have no sense. Three of them passed. Every what last so one of them was lying my ass off. <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> lied right to his ass. <laughs> you need to go on First 48 or something. <laughs> See if they can crack Only you. thing got me was that video surveillance. I was standing there right there with the dude. Yeah, when the truth that's will what, do. That's how when you get good at it, Shirley and huh? Carla. What? what? You have to lie when you don't have to lie. That get, that gives you the practice. expertise at it. Yes, practice, See, y'all practice. wait till it's time to lie. No, no, no work I, on that. No, I'm a practice. horrible oh. liar. I'm a horrible liar. Work on I, that. I really yeah. am. Yeah. I really am. I'm the worst. All right. <laughs> Listen, uh, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, China... Oh, God. China is using anal swabs now to test for COVID. Uh, we'll talk about this. Uh, I got right an anal this. swab at the house. Oh, God. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, this story, some people may be a little sensitive, so I want to throw that disclaimer out there before we get into this story. All right? Well, in trending COVID-19 news, China has begun using anal swabs to test those to... What? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh-huh. 
to test those who are considered to be high risk of contracting COVID-19. Now, according to Chinese doctors, the anal swabs method can increase the detection rate of infected people as traces of the virus linger longer in the anus than in the uh, respirator tract. Well, Most of stuff hang around longer in the anus. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going with the story. Most stuff I, I have from are. personal experience, <laughs> it has nothing to do with COVID, but most stuff hangs around in the anus longer than it do in your mouth. Stop saying that. I mean, word. that's just, well, I'm just, that's in the news story. I'm just saying, just look at what you're doing. When you're eating ice cream, it's in your mouth for a little while. When you're eating collets, it's in your mouth for a little while. But when it come out your anus, it take a while. It take a minute. It got to come out. Sometime it lock up, get caught yeah, up, and get jammed. You. you know, yeah. then it float in, you know. It's hard, it's hard man. But I don't, yeah. You never know. And then you got to, you know, I don't know why these Chinese came up with this ain't a swab. What is we looking for COVID that hard for? He, he was okay. sick in his nose. <laughs> you sick in your nose. Why we got to know if you got sick in your anus? <laughs> yes, it's in there. Oh, if the it's in my is... nose, it's going to be in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be in there. Why are you asking me to bend over and show you my anus so you can swab that... it? You're not swabbing the damn thing. Yes, I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We checking so that. I'm, I'm yeah, with it. Checking I have it. I'm with. I'm with it. I'm tired of my nose bleeding. I'd rather hang my ass out the window. I'm sorry. I'd rather do it. I'm sorry. I'd rather hang it out the window. Himself. Just go on and go for it. See, you obviously, you obviously, are you at the age where you had to get your prostate checked yet? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now, why would you want a Q-tip? That swab, that's what with the, with that Q-tip is a lot smaller than a doctor's finger, and I'm tired of my well, nose bleeding. So I'm sorry, I'm hanging my ass out the window. I'm oh, sorry. so you rather have your anus bleeding than your nose bleeding? I didn't you say that. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, that's what's, what's going to happen, show. damn it. Breaking news. Sitting up here because it ain't. A, it is not a regular Q-tip. It's got them bristles on the end. So I'm going to tell you right now, they might go up in there easy, but when they pull it out, they're going to rake it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you it stupid! It. <laughs> so you and then still, you know how they get it choice. around in your nose, and they go around, and they make them five circles for five yes. seconds. Yes. But if you had a choice, you'd still go for the nose, is what you're saying. I'm That's not getting saying. the anus swab. <laughs> You don't know it till you That's, try. Just, Hang your ass out the window one time and just oh, give it a shot. What is it going to hurt? Nobody, no. Why would I have to try something that I know I don't want? And you're not, they're See, not that's what's wrong that with people like you. Time. You don't know how you want it till you try it. That's why you don't nobody know that Steve cocaine. Harvey rich ass hanging out the window. Just hang it out there and see. <laughs> boy, boy, no swabs is adequate for me. If you yeah, want some so. other kind of test, test somebody else. Damn it, put me in the quarantine and let me stay there for 14 days. Yes, I have it now. You must have an Omega brand your on your butt. I got some stuff back there you can't see. That's for damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listen, according to Chinese TV, you don't have to worry about anal swabs. Uh, they're not going to be used as widely as the other methods anyway. Why? But. 
Yeah. And, and, right there. And anyway, Why? this technique. shouldn't be used at all. Well, it's not convenient for them to do it that way anyway. It's not Hell no. Like Especially if you use words like widely. You're not widely doing nothing to my anus. I can tell you that right now. I don't even like narrow. You really ain't going to do nothing that's wide. I can promise you that. You're not finna go wide. You can't, you can't say words that start with a W when you're talking about my anus. Yeah. Why? All right. We're moving on. Wire. I need to thank the Lord. Uh, coming up next, Whoosh. the nephew with today's prank Weapon. phone call. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, I'm ready for a family, but she's not. Uh, right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies. Everybody loves them. Come on. What's your, what's your favorite flavor? Come on, give it to me real quick. Flavor. Thin mints. Thin mints. Peanut butter. mints. All right, all right. Uncle Steve, what you got? Girl Scout cookies. Which one? I, I eat all of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just want to give you the money so you can get away from the damn dough. Here. <laughs> oh, I got right, a whole box go. so they don't come back tomorrow. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. Come on, cat dog. Hello? Hello, my feet. Who's this? Hey, um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in, uh, I work in Building 2. You work for Media, right? Yeah, what's going on? So we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? You have a girlfriend? Uh, why? What's up? You guys, you guys live together, or or what? Uh, what, what is this your business? Like, what, what, what's, what's the deal? What, what's, why are you asking about my girl? Well, let me ask you this here: what's, what's, what's going on with you and at the job? Uh, I what, what do, you, what do you mean? What's going on with like, like? I mean, the, I mean, you, you know, you know. Right, I mean, so what? Like, what? What's what's the deal? What? What? Who? Who are you? Like, who? The, who the are you? Like, what? What? What the? What? What is this for? Like, why you? Like, I don't even know you, bro. Right, like, I, 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 just calm down, bro. Just calm down. Like I say, my name is Glenn. I work in Villa Two, you know, and I know. I'm just telling you now. I know you. Got, I know what you and doing. Okay, I know what y'all doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What? So, so, so what? What? What the? F- what? What is this about? Like, why? Why you call my phone trying to harass me about some bull? Like, who are you? Like, what? What? What is your problem? Like, hey man, hey 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 hey, calm down, man. I ain't finna, I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right. But I but but I'm gonna be real with you, okay? I like I said, I, you know, I got one of your names. I got your number from one of our coworkers, okay? I got your number. I said, hey, I want I want to give in the car. I need to talk to him about something. That's how I got your number. So oh, yeah, who gave just, it to you? I, I, I we'll get to that later, okay? We'll get to that later. But let me but let me say this though, I know what's going on with you and to the job, all right? And I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever. But I do have something that I want you to do though. What, what do you want, dude? Like, what, what, what the do you want? You call me, bugging me about and all this bull. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Well, here it is, man. Listen, I ain't gonna say nothing about what you got going on. I right? that ain't that ain't even. I don't even care about that. But here, here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you. All right. Listen, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies. 
and I want you to buy 50 boxes of them, all right, with, via Cash App, because she got to have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you kidding me? Bro, you, okay, so you on some blackmail bull and listen, dude, who the gave you my number? Because you going to call me, ask me to buy some cookies, and you, you should just be a man and ask me about it. Like, don't be calling my phone trying to give me that bull Like, come on, man. Like, I, I ain't got no time for this. Like, All I'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I, I, I'm just saying, I just want you to buy some cookies. I need you to buy 50 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Can you do that no, or not? No, 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 no. You ain't going to call and try to manipulate me into buying, like, you're, you're, you're talking and then you're trying to make me buy So I ain't going to do nothing for you. you disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you, like, just trying to manipulate I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down okay, with well, that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. So you, you don't want to buy my cookies, though. So do you want me to call your your girl and see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the f*** away from my girl, man. Like, don't don't come near her, okay? You don't call her. You don't come near her. You don't come near me. You just need to get the f*** out of here. I'm about to start 69 this figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, because I ain't playing, bro. I ain't okay, playing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'll tell you what, man. I ain't going to argue with you. I ain't going to argue with you. But I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now. And I'm going to call your girl. I'm going to call your girl and see if you want to no. buy some cookies. No, 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 no. You ain't calling nobody. You you just get, you, you get, I swear to God, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to find out who gave you that number. I'm going to call you up. Like, you don't, you don't call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey, man, hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We're still talking about it, all right? I'm going to get the phone right. like you. So, so, so I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. You sure you want me to call You sure you want me to do that? Right? Isn't that her name? Man, you're a individual. All right, look, how much are these cookies? How much you want? Hey, man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Tommy? Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your co-worker got me to pray phone call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill him. Damn! Well, I was so shit, bro. Oh god! Listen, listen, so listen, Adrian. We have beeped. We have beeped all the names, so nobody knows the names at all. Okay, you're good, bro. You're good. All right, man. And I, mm, you got me. Oh god! I'm a, I'm a go. I'm a take a nap, man. I I just used up all my energy. I'm done. <laughs> Oh God! Like, <laughs> hey, what you got? <laughs> I I am gonna f- you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real. Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, H. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, which is what he's got playing every f- morning. God, <laughs> kill me, bro. <laughs> You're going to buy these cookies one way or the other, okay? You're going to buy these cookies. Yeah. Through, I mean that. Or, or I'm going to blackmail you. What? No, 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 no.
no, 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 no. You, you tough. You tough. You ready to get off the phone? Cool. Get off the phone. You show. You want me to call her? You want me to call her? Make a decision. Play too much. Anybody want to ask me what my favorite Girl Scout cookie is? Well, you, Which well, one you is it? You already said you like them all. You yeah, said that earlier. Yeah. They in. are all yeah. so delicious. Oh, okay. Every peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of them. Peanut like butter, them. though. Yeah. I love peanut butter, lemons, and the lemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those are my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's time to order now. I ordered some the is other day. Yes. Okay. Yes, Carla, two things I'll order. I will order Girl Scout cookies, yeah. and I ain't going to lie. I will what? order that Garrett's popcorn like it's going out of stock. Them two <laughs> things right there, Pop. You can count Them on your order. Right there. <laughs> what? I got a shelf for that. All that. Yeah. I love Garrett's popcorn, but I'm not into it like you because growing up in Chicago, you could get it anytime. You know what I mean? Right. See, I can't get that anytime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I like it. Yeah. I do. I still love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, down, we're down in Texas. We, we order red and buckle. You know, so oh, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah the Chicago mix. A little different. Y'all got flavors. Chicago got flavors. Mm. Oh, yeah. Harris does. Yes. Oh, man. The yes. smell of the popcorn, too, walking down uh, the street. That line is out out the door, isn't it? Especially mm-hmm. the one on State Street. <laughs> yes. That's right down from the L. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. Chicago. <laughs> hey, B103. Hey. <laughs> What's the place? Okay. What's the place? Unk with the with the shrimp in the bag. What's the name? Uh, Goose Island. Oh, Goose, Island. Island. Goose Island. Goose Island. Goose Island. Okay. okay. Yeah. Shrimp growing up. Bad. Goose Island. <laughs> Coming up next, the strawberry letter subject. I'm ready for a family, but she's not. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. 
Subject, I'm ready for a family, but she's not. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 27 years old and I have my degree in business management with aspirations of owning a business one day and uh, I'm on the right path to fulfill my goals. I've been dating a woman for a few months and she was everything I asked God for. She's a go-getter with a lot of ambition and a backbone. She's not a pushover by any means and she has a foul mouth when I make her mad. <laughs> when... Uh, we met in college, and I pledged Omega, Steve, uh, after mm. we'd been dating for a sure. few months. Here we go. <laughs> after hey. I crossed over, women came from everywhere trying to get at me, and I messed up and cheated <laughs> on my girlfriend. She broke up with me and kept it moving. I begged and begged, but she was done. Five years passed. And I was still crazy about her, uh, so I called her to see how she was doing. It was a great call, and she was single, so I asked her out. She told me that I must be intentional with her because she only dates to work toward marriage. I was honest and told her that I wasn't ready to get married just yet, but I swore to her that she is my future wife. We made a mistake, and she got pregnant five months later. Then she started pressuring me to get married. I was honest again and told her I wasn't financially ready for marriage, but I promised to give her the wedding of her dream soon. She said she needed some time alone, and I gave her a few days. We went to dinner a week later, and she told me she had terminated her pregnancy, and then she broke up with me. I was upset that she made this decision about the baby without me, but I want her back in my life. Where did I go wrong this time? How do I get her back for good? Whoa. Uh, this is a lot. A whole lot in this letter um, from beginning to end. Um, and, and you guys are so young to have gone through all of this. I mean, the one thing that you have going for you is that you have been honest all along the way. You told her you weren't ready for marriage. You told her you weren't financially ready for marriage. All of that. You've been honest. She, on the other hand, is a bit of a hothead and uh, seems to jump the gun and act very impulsively. Uh, if there wasn't a baby involved, I'd probably say she's a woman who has no time for games. And I agree with you. She is not a pushover. She knows what she wants. Um, and you said you want her. This is what you said. After what she did, you still want her. That is major, but you still want her. So um, I say... See if she still wants you then. Talk to her. See where her head is. Uh, if you guys have matured enough, you know, uh, and have gone through enough to make it this time, maybe you guys can get it together. Uh, if you can both get past this, she seems to have gotten past it. If you can get past it, um, you know, you guys got to be honest about your feelings and, and see if there is a future for you two. But, but that was crazy. We'll see what happens. Steve? We'll see what happens. Yeah, when they mm. talk. When they talk. They yeah. already talked. They had dinner, Shirley, a week later. They've talked. I see a lot wrong in this letter. But I she, agree he with still Shirley. wants her, though. <laughs> they need to talk some more. You didn't okay. see that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm going to get to that later on the second half. Mm -hmm. But the subject says, I'm ready for a family, but she's not. Bruh. The only problem with this, bruh, is you you didn't really say in the letter nowhere 
how much you've always wanted children and all that. I didn't hear that in the letter. So the subject of I'm ready for a family, but she's not is throwing me a little bit. Cause let me let me show you what happened. Now, dog, team. So here we go. Now you're 27. You got a degree in business management with aspirations to own a business, and you're on a path to fulfill your dream. See, you got it all worked out. I like this about you, boy. You got your degree, business management. You want to own a business on the right path to fulfill your dream. Been dating a woman for a few months. She was everything I asked God for. See, this is men for you. Here we go. We, 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 God give us just what we asked for, and then here what we do. She got she got a lot of ambition, backbone. She ain't no pushover. She got a five mile when I make a man. We met in college. I pledged Omega, which happens to be the greatest fraternity ever created and known to mankind. <coughs> Excuse me. You're, you're okay. Clear your throat <laughs> all you want. You already know. <coughs> Excuse me. Had it on your mind, but you realized the cost. You knew what it was. Oh, I did. You knew what You're it not was. gonna sit there and say that. Yes, Stop you it. did. You knew what it was. You were scared of me. <laughs> That's why you went over there playing the cap. Uh, back to the letter, please. No, no, no. I was gonna do his ass. This is not a fraternity uh, conversation. Well, if just for a minute, you know, don't clear your throat when I say Omega. So anyway, uh, after he crossed, women came dating from everywhere trying to get at you. I messed up and cheated on my girlfriend. Mm. You know, I felt like this letter was about me in here, and but then I had to remember he said he graduated with a business. <laughs> anyway, why are all the letters about you? You know, I, did, I realized then that it took a turn that I didn't quite qualify for. Oh, did you After now? After three years of college, I had 18 credits. <laughs> I didn't even have one year of schooling, three years of so when I come back, I'll tell you what you did wrong, bro, and what's, what's really happening, because there's a mistake you made in here, a very serious one. Okay, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject of today's letter is, I'm ready for a family, but she's not. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, I'm ready for a family, but she's not. This young frat brother of mine, 27 years old, got his degree and everything, aspirations on the business, on the path, got his goals and everything. You know, been dating this woman for a few months. She was everything he asked God for. Go get her. Ambition, backbone, ain't no pushover, all this. We met in college when he played sci-fi. After the, uh, we had been dating for a few months, and then you crossed, women came out of everywhere. You know, I know that. You know what I'm saying? Came what? out of everywhere. You know, just own it, you know. Own us, you know. <laughs> own us. You know, really? cute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> back, back, I say back. This is not about <laughs> yeah. you. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never beat a woman off in my life, ever. Please want me. Tell the truth. Yeah. I was so thirsty for somebody to want me. Please want me. Thank you, Jesus. But look at you now. All right, anyway. You messed up and you cheated on your girlfriend. She broke up with you and she kept it moving. You begged. She was done. Now, five years went by. He was still crazy about it, so he called her to see how she was doing one day. Had a great call, found out she was single. So, bruh asked her out. She told me that I must be 
intentional with her because she only dates to work towards marriage. Excellent move on this young lady's part. Excellent move. That set the tone. Come to me with intentions. If you want to play games, I ain't got time for this. Okay, she did just that. I was honest, told her I wasn't ready to get married just yet. See, brother, now you just said now you ain't ready to get married just yet. But you swore to her she was your future wife. So now, dog, what you did was you led her on. You gave her a little bit of hope. You dangle a carrot out there that you will be my future wife, but not now. So in other words, you were honest, but you also knew what you was doing. I ain't ready now, but I don't want you to leave. Let me get my stuff together. And I understand financially how you feel about that. So I appreciate your honesty. Now, here where the letter take a turn. We made a mistake and she got pregnant. What? Y'all grown. Y'all know when you have sex, what sex produces? What you mean she got pregnant? Unprotected sex, unprotected sex had to happen. You open yourself up for mistakes like that, team. I know you know this, so I ain't telling you nothing, but that's water over the dam. Then she started pressuring you to get married. That's what she said she wanted. But you said you wasn't ready, but then you got the girl pregnant, so she started pressuring you to get married. I was honest again and told her you wasn't financially ready for marriage, but I promised to give her the wedding her dreams soon. She said that she needed some time alone, and so you gave her a few days. Okay, this is where the letter takes a turn. We went to dinner a week later. She told me she had terminated her pregnancy, and then she broke up with me. Now, let's focus on this for a second, because here's what could have happened. See, her intent was to always want to be married. You told her that you promised her you her future wife. So this woman figured, if I'm pregnant, how much more do I have to do to be of wifey status? I'm pregnant with your child. You said I still ain't ready for marriage, which you were being honest then. But she was also being honest with her intentions. So now she terminated the pregnancy. You said I was upset that she made the decision about the baby without me. Hold up, partner. Hold up. You making decisions without her about the time and of when you want to marry her, when you want to allow her life to move on. Now, she done made a decision without you. See, this is how the game go, young team. Now, I'm also going to throw you a fishing net. This mistake y'all made, it seems to me like she made the mistakes and had the hope that after the mistake was made that it could lead to the marriage she intentionally wanted from you from the get-go. When you said, I'm still not going to get married, she said, uh-uh, we ending this right here. I'm not finna walk around here and be no single mother when what I want is this man to marry me. So could it be that that mistake was then used as an intentional carrot to get you to marry her? When you said no, she said, we're done. See, so you have to think it out. Think about that with her. I was upset she made a decision about the baby with me. But I want her back in my life. Where did I go wrong this time? How can I get her back for good? You ain't got but one way to get this woman back. You have to go to her to propose. And you have to say, I can't lose two great things in my life. I, we've lost a child. And now I'm going to lose you again for the second time. And I can't see myself without it. So I love you. 
Let's get engaged. Let's work towards this marriage. Please, I don't ever want you to go again. That's your only shot. That was beautiful, <laughs> Steve. That was beautiful. Do Thank you, you so much. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, at 46 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, put your hands together for Cheryl Underwood. Underwood. Hey, Sally Scrabberries. What's up, girl? <laughs> well, I'm happy right now because a sister run all the Walgreens. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. She is the CEO of Walgreens. So, like you know, it. let's go over there and get some prescriptions. Some prescriptions done. <laughs> her, yes. name Carla, is, her name is Rosalind Brewer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used to be at Sam's. Mm-hmm. She used to be in charge of Sam's. And the reason I know this because... She is in my wife's circle of friends, so I already knew this before it hit the <laughs> airwaves. That's how I know her name is Rosalind Brewer and all of that. Steve Harvey's up on current news. Take it away, sure. Yes, <laughs> fantastic! That is fantastic. And why you didn't introduce me to her so I could go over there and get some of them uh, mochaccinos and uh, what's it, mo- white mocha chocachino oh, and all that stuff over at Starbucks? <laughs> everything called Pharrell's, but now I know where I could get my drug. My well, my prescription. Well, my okay. Never mind. <laughs> my COVID test and the vaccine shot over there. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Can I tell Crazy. you what I'm tired of talking about, though? Can I tell you what I'm tired of talking about, Tommy? What? Tommy. What's up? This damn impeachment. Now listen to me. Now listen. You don't get to be accused of the crime and then go down to Mar-a-Lago and kick it like ain't nothing happened. I need somebody to put some jewelry on some wrists like they do regular people. I'm, yes. I'm going to need you to have an outrageous bail like they do up here, like billion-dollar bail. Am I right, right, Tommy? Am I right? right. You're right. You're right. Man. And then I'm tired of, of the Republican Party, which I belong to, but I'm considering leaving Shirley Scrawberry because are, they Cheryl. full of fragonacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you see they lost 9,000 Republicans mm-hmm. out of Arizona, when 9,000 white people lead the Republican Party, you know you messing up. You acting crazy. So nobody wants to really hear this, make it excuses. Now you want unity. Now you want uh, uh, people to come together and everything. You ain't come together. You was acting crazy with President Obama. Now you're trying to act crazy right now and avoid it. You have done something that is a high crime and misdemeanor. Use all the things you use. 14th Amendment, all that stuff. Everything. Put him out. Make sure he can never run again. And the only thing I want to do is impeach all the women in junior life that think they got a shot at my man. That's the impeachment I want to talk about. All these tricks think they got my man. I'll be over at Walgreens getting baby oil and lotion. That's how you end your segment, Cheryl. I love it. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. Thank you, Cheryl. You're welcome, darling. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. 
They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. All right, Tommy, come on. Introduce her. She's here. She is here. The one and only Carla Farrell with What Reality Update. All right, thank you, nephew. Let's start off with Real Housewives of Atlanta real quick. Kenya Moore planned a road trip, a getaway, for the ladies to go to Charleston, South Carolina. So before the trip, Shirley, uh, Mm -hmm. the new housewife, Drew, she invited the ladies over for dinner. Uh, It was just a last get-together at her house. She's moving. Actually, she's moving into the same neighborhood where Portia and Nene, where they live. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Kenya told Drew not to tell the ladies that she was going to take a private jet to Charleston, South Carolina with the new lady who's on the show. She's a friend of Kenya's. Her name is LaToya. Mm-hmm. But Kenya got a party bus for the rest of the ladies <laughs> while she fly a private jet. She put them on a party bus and the air condition was broken so they on this hot bus for four to five <laughs> hours. <laughs> Fan it. You know how black women are about our hair. Now we sweat yeah, our hair. They, yeah, they yeah. Have about nothing when they get down there. Yeah, right, Junior. So, you know, the ladies had an attitude about that. But anyway, uh-huh. they get there. Kenya gets there. Of course, they get there and she brings her daughter and a nanny and all these things. And I think Portia, you know, once they found out on the bus that Kenya was flying there on a private jet, they were upset mm-hmm. about that, of course. And then Portia was like, well, you know, she's bringing her baby. I could have bought my baby. Candy has a baby. So they were kind of a little salty about Kenya with uh-huh. how she set everything up. And so when they get there, you can just tell how Kenya ahead of time is assigning the rooms. And then she gave Marlo the ugliest room. <laughs> Kenya can't stand Marlo. She gave her the <laughs> ugliest room. So <laughs> that room was petty so whack. Yeah, she it. is so petty. <laughs> Kenya, that is it. She is so petty. So also on the hot bus, Portia told the ladies that she is not ready to get back with her baby daddy Dennis and that they're just working together on co-parenting. So that's Real Housewives of Atlanta. Kind of struggling a little bit with the show this year. It's, it's missing I miss something. Mimi. Yeah, I miss yeah, I was gonna say so Mimi. can I ask a question? <laughs> yes, yes, How? Steve. What's your question? <laughs> why did why did Kenya Moore take the private jet? Because she claims she wanted to get there ahead of time to set everything up. And then I guess she didn't want to ride the bus with her daughter and the, you know, the baby and the nanny and all Mm -hmm. of that. So did anybody see the plane? Yeah, they showed the plane on the show. Yeah, Yeah, she showed the plane in the air. 
they show. <laughs> <laughs> well, they showed them on the plane, and they showed them getting yeah. off the plane. I don't know if they actually mm. showed it in the uh -oh. air. I don't remember yeah. that part. Oh, okay, so see you. Yeah. See, 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 you can board a plane, shoot, shoot everybody getting on the plane, and then right there, all right, we here, and everybody get right there. And off the plane. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think they were on the plane. I can't. Yeah. I gotta go back, and now you got me curious. So now I'm gonna go back and look and see. Yeah. So let's move on before we run out of time. Ready to love the reunion show <gasps> part two, yeah. hosted by our very own nephew Tommy. Let me just okay. say this: Denise is about that life. Uh, she apologized to Adriana. Joy. She didn't want to. Oh, she didn't Adriana. want to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's she, really great TV, Denise is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. The, her but drama. Yeah, that's true, Shirley. But out of all the couples, Kafani, he got back home and decided to get back with his ex. What kind of foolishness is this, Tommy? So tell us, tell us. Go ahead, Tommy. Break it down. We have the host here. I was, I was, I was really disappointed in Kafani. Kafani. Yeah. You know, he put his heart and soul into Adriana, told her, you know, had the girl, you know, wide open, nose wide open. Next thing you know, he get back home and within two days, then broke up with the girl because his ex then left a note on the door. I said, well, where was the, when was the note on the door? When I got back home. So that note just been sitting there on the damn door <laughs> waiting on you to get back. Come on, man. Who you think you talking to? I'm not no fool. <laughs> this dope, the, the note ain't flew off for nothing. You've been on right. a doggone resort and the note just been sitting on the door waiting on you. Wait, know. wait, nephew. Let's come back. I got more to ask you about Ready to Love. We'll be back, Shirley. Tell them when. All right, we're coming back at 20 minutes after the hour. Hey, Rashid. Hey, oh. Wincher. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so listen, uh, when we left off, Carla, you were into, uh, with uh, Reality Update, talking about Ready to Love, and the nephew was giving you the real behind the scenes, so you guys go ahead. What's up? Yeah, oh, Ready to so Love mad. Part 2, the reunion show. You know, we left off, we were talking about Kafani, how he broke Adriana's heart. He made her look like Boo Boo the Clown. I'm, I will really just say did. that. He really you know, did. Yeah. Because Rashid and, was coming for her, and yes. Oh. Anyway. She picked Calfani over over Rashid. But then, Tommy, you talked to Rashid. You tried to get Rashid to open up and talk about how he felt about Adriana. Meanwhile, she's sitting on the couch still whispering to Calfani. I know. He's whispering to Calfani. I'm pulling, I'm pulling from this other brother. Okay, this brother still likes you. Yeah. You sit yes. next to the man that dropped you. Yeah. Right. So let me let me try to tee this up for you so you, you might be able to salvage something. Mm -mm. And then mm -hmm. I turn and look at her, and she deep in conversation with Cal Fine. I'm looking at her like, are you listening to me? No, I haven't heard no. anything. I was talking uh, to him. I was done. I said, you know what? I was, I was done. done. I was I'm done. done. I was so done with her. So Adriana wasn't ready to love. Tommy wasn't nobody ready to love. They got babies Rashid on the way. Was. Rashid was. was ready to love. Yeah. Winter, winter was ready. Yeah. Was. And winter. He's a and winter. Sweetheart. Yeah. So you got like spring though. <laughs> <laughs> and summer. <laughs> and autumn. All right, guys. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. Are you ready, sir? Here we go. Born ready, Shirley. This one is from Deborah in New Jersey. Deborah says, I have three grown sons that live with me, and I have no peace. 
My oldest is 29, and he has women in and out of the house, and uh, he gets upset when I reprimand him. My youngest is 22, and he can't keep a good job. My middle son has a baby on the way, and he expects me to give money to the child's mother. I Hmm. want them to move out, but I don't think they'll survive without me. It's my fault for raising sorry men, but what can I do at this point? Hmm. Oh, you got this? Here's the thing that you're absolutely wrong about. They will survive without you. See, the problem is you've provided them with this huge net. As parents, we have to remove the net. 29-year-old men shouldn't be staying at home with their mama. Dudes that's making babies shouldn't stay at home with their mama. And dudes that can't hold jobs can't can't stay at home with their mama. And how the hell he expecting you to get a girl money for a baby he made? You need to put all they raggedy ass out. Yeah, maybe they can get a place together. Now, the one that's making the baby Mm -hmm. and and the 29-year-old need to get a place, and they all need to move in together. That's all Mm -hmm. to this. Mm -hmm. There ain't nothing else to this. Yeah. This ain't hard. those apron strings. 29-year-old man bringing women in the house. Man, and wow. then get mad when when his mother says something. It's her house. <laughs> right. What you ought to do is, my daddy made it clear whose house this was. When he bring women over, you should go over there and get in the bed with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't well, thinking you were going to say that, CLO. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> what? Tell I me, would give him. I would mom? give him three months. You got y'all three of y'all got three months. Get y'all a job and get y'all butt out and move in together. You got three months. Let the clock start. All right. Moving on, Manny in Irving, Texas says, I'm a 51-year-old married man, and I work as a security guard in an office building. There's a younger woman in the building that flirts with me daily, and I play along with her. She knows I sit at my desk and monitor the security cameras, and the day she works later than everyone else, she likes to raise up her skirt and flash her breasts at the camera. I have told her that she is being recorded, but she doesn't care. I feel like I should tell my supervisor about this crazy lady just in case. What do you think? Hmm, good what? question. Hey, dog. What? Okay. You know, wow. I'm... Uh, why you do that? What? When people get I, I don't pots of gold, why they don't want them? <laughs> All right. Coming up, guys, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. 
Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this Thursday. Let's get our weekend yes, started today. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thursday, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're about to close yeah. out the first month of the year. Did you see someone posted February, they're going to start their new year February 1st because January, the month of January seemed more like 2020. Still <laughs> had some 2020 <laughs> left yeah, over in it. Left yeah. over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, one said January isn't January and like January usually January. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really mad. I, I'm I'm calm this January. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I don't have to get yeah. up in the, tomorrow morning watch the news. I ain't got to watch it no more today. I'm good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Yeah, that anxiety. Yeah, and all you that. know, it, it has. It, it's it's been pretty good. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's, cool. the, it's been an interesting start. I think it's 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 been really a fresh start. I'm telling you, man. Them people climbing over that wall. And rushing the Capitol, mm-hmm. that was a great moment, man. That was a great moment for America again to take a look at itself. Because you, we can stop saying this is not who we are. We stopped that. Stop that. That's exactly who a portion of this country is, or else you wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can stop saying that the police brutality is not who we are. It is exactly who we are because we keep seeing it. The moment we stop seeing it is the moment it no longer exists. But as long as you see it, it exists. But it's okay now because it exposed a lot of stuff. The sad part of it is the Republican Party won't look at the facts. How in the world can you believe that an election was stolen and you don't have anybody to provide any evidence, mm-hmm. any of wide scale? Look, people vote every year that's dead. Yeah. That happens everybody. It's some people voted for Trump who were dead. It was some people voted for Biden who were dead. It happens. But nothing on a wide scale that would shift the groundwork. Do you know how many people would have to be involved to pull off something like that in the United States with all the Republicans that hold office and positions in the ballots and the voting and how many Democrats? You, It would have to be the most in massive cover-up in the history. And with all these computers and stuff, somebody don't tell it. It's impossible. But for them to continue to perpetrate the lie and know better and then go along with the lie. That's that that's mm-hmm. been difficult of this mm-hmm. year. But for me, this yeah. year has started off really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got rid of Trump mm-hmm. and we could really get rid of Trump if the Republican Party wasn't filled with cowards. I, I yes. it it kind of bothers me that they keep saying they're afraid of Trump. For what? Because they don't want to lose their jobs. They think they're yeah, going to lose the people their that jobs. voted for Trump yeah. may, will not vote for mm-hmm. them. Well, yeah. yeah, midterm election. Who they if they go against for? Trump, if they go against Trump, mm-hmm. the Republican no. Party is in trouble because yes. of Trump. He hijacked a party and turned it into the Trump 
Trumpism. It's mm-hmm. it's no longer the Republican Party. It belongs to Donald Trump. And and I and we've said it from the beginning on this show. He is such a morally corrupt person. You just picked the wrong person to lead your party. You picked a reality star. Yeah. Yeah. And he never <laughs> stopped being that, he Steve. Uh-uh. He never stopped being that. That's so true. Right. Mm-hmm. And he let because what reality does is to bluster the story, they write scripts. So the story can get told to be more juicy. Right. Right. This yes. guy stopped caring about the coronavirus months ago. Over 400,000 Americans are dead because this dude did not care at all. He couldn't control it, so all he did was distance himself from it. After that, the insurrection that occurred at the White House. He, him and Giuliano sent him people down there. Yes, We're going to the Capitol. I may go them. down there with you. Yeah. yeah. He sent okay, uh, them down there. Uh, <laughs> this, this is my first time seeing white folks send white folks to to do something to other white folks. That's my first time seeing this. <laughs> ever. I ain't never seen that before. Where they send them to do harm on other ones. And they did it, Tommy. They so two-faced and hypocritical. Blue Lives Matter. But y'all go down there and y'all kill one of these men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Blue Lives Matter. Y'all was pushing cops, mashing cops, threatening cops. Oh, what happened to the Blue Lives Matter? Right. See, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff goes out the window when they mad about a cause Uh that they think is affecting them. Mm -hmm. But if the cause is affecting us, we need to go somewhere, sit down, be patient. Oh, no, we're going to be a revolution. And comply with the police officers and Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you comply? Why didn't you comply with the Capitol? It's a revolution. We're storming the Uh Capitol. They Uh maced me. Yeah, you're supposed to get maced. That's what happened when you storm a capital. You're supposed to get maced. You're really supposed to get shot. That's what would have happened to us. You were supposed to get shot, but you just got some mace on your ass, Elizabeth from Knoxville, Tennessee. It's just a little mace. Hmm. Yeah. And so now, see, man, when it happens to them, they in an uproar. And now, and now, Fox ain't clamoring for jail time for these people. No. <laughs> Man, no. I hope they put all their ass in prison. Please. Every last one of them. Lock them up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, where that's at now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Lock them up. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a great day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. 
T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. 